When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hello. I'm Anthony Pusick. Peter is to my right, so is Don. Michael, back tomorrow. Miss him? I'm okay. Wow. Yay! Okay. No, no, I love the man. But you're good. I, I don't. You just to, said you're good. I don't want to go that far. All right. I, I just want to know that I, I think we do a hell of a program. No matter who's, no matter what staff we have here, that's the kind of show we have. It's next man up mentality, and uh, I love what we've done. Getting here the today. chunk yardage. Getting right. the chunk yardage Getting today. Chunk I yardage. like what we've done. We moved the chains and got ourselves a win. Or we did this, right, Don? Get the, 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 the. See. And uh, good evening to Don again. The defensive back takes out a machete, cuts the quarterback in half. It's an, it was an interesting show. Very, it's that's a personal foul, I would think. Fifteen, yeah, at least. Do you think that goes to review, or you think that I've kind never of just... seen them go more than fifteen? But in this case, I think they should. I, I think there'd be a, an extended <laughs> period of, of stoppage. You think? You got to bring in Mike Pereira and ask what he thinks. I, I, don't now, think, I, don't, I don't think the game continues. Now we we found out Don wants to leave us, which is very sad. He wants to be the NFL commissioner. He's going to bring his negotiating skills to the table. Bah! For uh, the Amazon deal, and this is the uh, the pitch to Fox, bah! and this yeah. is the pitch to bah! Yeah, get the idea. Uh, hi, Don and Peter. Until Andrew Martian receives that leak <laughs> right in his face. Excuse me. <laughs> no, no article. So clearly, Michael is still is still with us. Has not been fired. Uh, Peter, don't you like my sweater? And let's say hi to our good friend Aaron Rodgers. We heard from him a lot today, but I enjoyed this one. Can I just answer the? F- so as you know, sometimes the, the last hour of the Pat McAfee show, which you can see on ESPN proper from 12 to 2, uh, 2 to 3 is on YouTube. So they're a little more free to do whatever they want there. And sometimes Rogers is on the YouTube version of it, and sometimes he's well, on he just didn't know. the or ESPN did, proper. He didn't care. What's and gonna happen? he said a word that he's not... That One word out of everything that Pat and his crew are allowed to say on that show. You can't say that word. And no. they actually have a... they We have a days since last Don rant uh, thing. They have days since we last said the word. And they were up to four. Uh-huh. And Rogers ruined it. They made it to four days without using the F word on... TV? That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good wow. for them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what? Progress. Like Growth. I like what they're doing. Uh, something else that Roger said. We heard a lot from him about uh, the Jets today. Um, let's hear his thoughts on Zach Wilson's progression and how much he has impacted Zach. Well, I think one thing's important is that I really don't de- deserve a ton of credit for his progression. I think it's been his own work ethic, his desire to improve in all areas of his life. I think, you know, it doesn't hurt to have a kind of an example of an older guy who's had some success and seeing kind of how I go about my business. I'm sure there's been some stuff that's rubbed off on him, but he deserves a lot of credit. I mean, he deserves a lot of credit for the way he's handled himself, for his maturity, for his focusing on the fundamentals and getting better. And 
I'm very, very, very proud of Zach and proud of the progression I've seen on and off the field. And off the field is often as important or more important than the on the field stuff because you got to learn how to be a leader and, and uh, relate to your teammates, inspire your teammates, and handle the you know difficult media. And I think he's done a lot of really, really good things. And you know, I love being around him and love pulling for him and sending him little messages every week. And you know, just really happy for him. So apply it to your everyday life. Whatever you're doing out there, whether you're a plumber, whether you're a doctor, mm-hmm. um, landscaper, electrician, whatever you do for a living, right. talk show host, sure, That's producer, us. radio. Hey, would you benefit, guys, mm-hmm. from having somebody that does your job historically good, just in the room, to just? bounce questions off of yes. it. Just to, I would think you'd ha- you can't tell me it wouldn't have any benefit. So it has to have some benefit, even if he's not in your ear, just to be able to ask a question or just have him give you some advice that you go apply to your, your game. It has to help. It just has to. Well, look, I, I mean, we saw it on Hard Knocks too. the impact that, that Rodgers had instantly in preseason games, in practices. Hey, did you see what you did there? Make sure you do this. And then in episode one, he showed him something about footwork. And then in episode three, by the second preseason game, we saw him implement that in in the game, in one of the games he played, and you saw it. You literally saw them show the footwork thing that Rodgers was showing him, and he was able to do it. and Or the no-look passes that he was showing him. Like, he has an impact. And and, I, and I, I'm just Absolutely. applying it to, to us. Like our, or Let's say the greatest radio producer of all time mm-hmm. is in that room. Yep. And you book a guest. Unlikely, or you, yes. Or you do something in that room, and he doesn't criticize, doesn't say anything. Like, when you look at that and go... He had a chance to compliment. Yeah, he had a chance to correct me or give me some advice. He didn't. Like, that could even help. Zach walks off the field and Rodgers gives him a nod or doesn't say anything after maybe the possession before where he said, why don't you try this differently? Like, all of it makes you feel like, hey, I'm doing something here. I'm accomplishing. Because I do think a lot of his problems is confidence. I think that's why Sala and everybody in the Jets organization always talked him up, even when everything was so bad last year. Because I think he needs to hear a positivity. I think he needs positive vibes. And why not have one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to do it do that for you? Th- that's the thing. I, we There have been times when someone, maybe it was Rick, mm-hmm. hack that he is, oh my. mocked the idea of what like Rodgers can do if he's not playing. I, I, I fundamentally believe there's a major impact that you have by just having someone that great around who's into it. And cares, and he clearly does. So, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. The more, and by the way, my guess is now based on what we've seen, he'll be around. Oh, he'll be around. He's not going to sure. miss a lot of games. He no. will. Be, he will mostly be around. No, he'll definitely be around. Um, the McAfee interview, of course, goes on for a very long time, almost an hour. Uh, he, uh, Aaron Rodgers, had some thoughts on the Giants' goal line plays. Remember how we were questioning? Oh, yeah. uh, some people were questioning the play calling and what was made. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said, if it was him, he would have done things differently on the end of the uh, first half and say. the final yeah. play of the game. I don't personally like going under center there in either of those plays in the one yard line both times, especially not in the first half. And I understand what was going on. They probably had a pass to run check and he checked to the run. I don't know if that was the right check or not, or was it supposed to be weak rotation? strong rotation or whatever it might be. But I like going with the gun there and giving Tyrod a chance to have three throws to get in the end zone. If you don't get it, you kick a field goal and then you're up 9 nothing. It's a different game. 9 nothing happened. 6 nothing for sure. And then end of the game, I, I get you wanted to kind of fake the duo again with Waller leaking out. But Waller was in a two-point stance before the snap. It wasn't like a total run look. And I, I don't know. I mean, they still obviously had a chance and it could have been a penalty call. But then what are you going to do back again on the one-yard lane? 
going to go back under center? Like, I don't know. Well, use your talent. Tyrod's an athletic guy. Get him on the edge or, or give him a chance to, to look at it and scramble around and move him. Or if they bring zero pressure, give him a chance to throw it up to 12. But not when he's in a two-point stance when you're in 21 personnel and, and you're probably not going to run duo there against zero pressure. I like hearing that type of stuff. I just yeah. find it cool. No, just it's just to, interesting, yeah. right? Because it's coming from somebody who's been in that situation before. But, you know, interesting stuff from Rodgers, as always. I mean, I, I didn't need Aaron Rodgers to tell me that's not what you would have done, but it's well, interesting no, to hear. I hear what you're saying. Oh, I hear you. But listen, when we say, I wouldn't have called that play, all right, well, what play would you have called? Rodgers is coming in. I would have passed it. There you go. I would have not run it. But... It's 14 seconds, and it's too hard to get everyone together. I thought it was interesting about him not liking being under center oh, in that situation. Oh, that's true. Yes. See? So, that's, uh, noticing Waller being in the two-point stance, if he's noticing that, then the defense is probably noticing that, saying, all right, it probably is a pass, because if Waller's in this position, maybe he's getting ready for a pass, not a run. That type of thing. I thought it was interesting. That, you know what? Um, I take it back, and I apologize. Oh, no, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> no, I, just I, it was I should. I'm ashamed. I thought it was interesting. Um, something interesting on DNR this morning, uh, Amani Toomer. Uh, talking with Rick and Dave. Have you soured on Daniel Jones? No, I haven't soured. I think he's a, a guy still developing as a quarterback. He's been in so many different offenses, and now he's still new to this offense. you got guys who played in under the same offense coordinator for five, six years, and I don't think he has that opportunity or that luxury, but I think there's a room for improvement, so just like with most players in the league, and I think that if there's a person who's doing the exact same thing that you're doing, playing quarterback in this offense and getting and being a little bit more efficient with, with it, I would take some notes from what he's doing and try to incorporate it into my game. Good stuff. We had Bob, they also we we the station, but DNR had Bobby Okereke, the linebacker for the Giants. What a fantastic really game he was yeah. very good, very good. Exactly what they paid for. Um, does Jones have a lot of fire behind the scenes? No, he does. And I mean, that was kind of my first experience seeing it live after the Arizona game. I mean, you know, he was raging. <laughs> we were coming back. We were fiery. Um, offense was, was, was eating. You know, he's kind of got that, that stuff to him for sure. Uh, he's just a composed guy. You know, once things start turning around, um, I mean, he'll just be more favorable for everybody. And one more from that interview I thought was interesting. Does Dable's tough love bother any of the players? Because we've been talking about it a lot. He yelled at he yelled at Tyrod. He yelled at Daniel Jones. So we asked Bobby Okereke, does Dable's tough love bother any of the Giants? Yeah, he's fiery. He has great passion. And he's the type of coach, you know, he'll chew you out. And the next second, he'll have his arm around you, just coasting you up. So, I mean, that's him. We love the passion. Um, and he gets us ready to play every week. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's not – I mean, look, if 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 one of the leaders of the defense is saying, look, he's going to yell, and then the next minute he's going to have his arm around you and coach you up, if that's the personality, maybe on from the outside, we're not seeing it that way. But if all these guys are buying into that – now, there'll be some people that maybe it'll rub the wrong way, but – but here, I'll give you. That's give you, what a coach is supposed we've to do. Heard but I'll give you both ends of, of the that. spectrum. Joe sure. Parcells does it. He's a genius. Adam Gase does it. He's a toolbox. Because he won. Yeah, one wins. Parcells. One didn't win. And right now, we don't know what Dable is. Is he a winning coach? Is he a losing coach? Right now, it feels like a losing coach, where he could be just as responsible for the failings as the players he's screaming at. So that's where it is. When Bill Parcells is screaming at Phil Sims, well, you know, Bill's and both well, of them were winners at the time. Right, even, you know what I mean? Even on a much, uh, uh, a much, much more recent level, remember the conversation about uh, the enemy in the offseason? Right. And now the commander's offense, while it's hardly the 98 Vikings, they're moving the ball up and down the field. Same how it's getting. No one seems to be complaining. Seems to be able, if you do the job, people let it go. If you stink, they don't want to get yelled at by you. And if you're still buying in, and there's no reason to think the Giants aren't buying in, they played hard against the Bills. 
Dayball's antics are maybe not antics, the way he coaches. Oh, well, but that's, well, that's, that's why this week is so big. Oh, absolutely. Because if if because if it if it looks like last week was just an aberration, Don, where Dable was up against his old team, and now this week they're really bad again well, at home. It's it's a big no, week for right. this team. Let me let me bring this aspect of the Dable thing okay. to the conversation. To the table. Table. Nice. Parcells was faking it. Yeah. Right. He was using it to motivate the rest of the team. If I can yell at Phil Sims, then the second string tackle doesn't have a kick coming. I think Dable's really losing his you-know-what. So is that a good thing for your head coach to hmm. lose it? Okay. Like, aren't you supposed to be the guy that's, like, calm through it? Like, you can love it or hate it, but in a way, like, do you want, when everything's falling apart, your head coach is supposed to be the one to say, we're good, we got this, we're fine. I think he's coming from a place of, of real anger and upset at the situation. Oh, I think he's ups- actually Which upset, Which is cool. Yes. It's not strategic, but it also... He maybe he needs to to uh, control the anger just a bit when the game is still on the line and still up for grabs. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're never going to believe this, guys. The Giants O-line might look different against the Commanders this week. Well, why? is It's different every week. Well, yes, but uh, Josh Azudu, the tackle... Oof. Bless you. Bless you. The tackle, who was actually a guard but had to play tackle because they had sure. no tackles, he got hurt against the Bills, if you recall. He's on the IR now. So he's out. No, we he was at a foot because that's what yeah, it looked toe, like. Yeah, toe, foot, something like that. Um, Matt Pert and John Michael Schmitz were inactive for the last game, as was Andrew Thomas. We don't know any of their statuses just yet. So the Giants have signed, according to Dan Duggan of The Athletic, Tyree Phillips off the Eagles practice Hacks, squad. Hacksaw Dan Duggan. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, he's, he's had a big second career. Um, Tyree Phillips, who played on the Giants last year for both guard and tackle and started five games. Oh. Um, so he was on the Eagles practice squad. They got him back. And Mike Garofolo is reporting that they have also signed offensive tackle Joshua Miles uh, to the active roster from the Falcons practice squad. Okay. So that pew back to the practice squad. They're going to they're gonna be shaking up the line a little bit again because, mm-hmm. once again, some injuries for your little your front four there, Peter, to eat. So is that just uh, accounting that Pew goes back to? The I think it's accounting. Squad? I also the, the, I'm, I've seen it from a bunch of the beat reporters that he's not looking to just make the 20k or whatever it is that being a practice squad call up will get you. He wants to do show what he could do and also make this a one or two year contract where he's not making veteran minimum. Yeah, I just wish he'd play. I mean, I'd like um, him to play. And it, I, I have a feeling he'll be active this week. There, there, make this, this. There's one of two ways. This, you want me to tell you what's going to happen right now? Please tell me I'd everything. Because like I know my commies better than anyone. There, okay. There's one of two ways this week goes. Commie insider. The, the commie defense either is all over Jones or Tyrod the way they were Ritter this week and are forcing awkward throws and, and, and picking the ball off and being a problem all day long and they look like what that front four could be like and the commies win or they don't do that and they're not getting to him and you guys are able to knife up that secondary and all of a sudden the Giants look mm. healthy and alive. That, that's really it. I, 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 I frankly only see it, not, not that it's rocket science, but if they can do anything to give Taylor or Jones some time, this team will be okay. Saquon will eat like he tends to do against the commanders. Um, but if it goes the other way, 
Is there a world in which it could be a long day for you guys? Yeah, I think that's extremely possible. Oh, we shall see, guys. I don't want I don't want the masses to get mad at us. The baseball championship series are underway. You're talking about well, the AL and the NLCS. Oh yeah, absolutely. And tonight, following our coverage of Islanders Coyotes, we will be joining Game Two of the NLCS Phillies Diamondbacks in progress with the Phillies. Up one game to nothing. Bryce Harper hitting a home run on his 31st birthday last night oh, in the Phillies' 5-3 to win over Arizona. See ya! Uh, and in the ALCS, the Rangers beat the Astros. Eraldis Chapman did his best to try and blow the game, but he was taken out before he was able to do that. And he took, and they take a 2 nothing yeah. ALCS lead going back to Texas, or going home. I mean, it, they're it, in it, Texas. It, it's just not crazy. It's just crazy to see all these... Former locals doing well, you know Montgomery yes. for the Texas Rangers. You see Avaldi, Avaldi, Zach Wheeler. Yeah, just it, the oh former. Lord, it's, 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 it's really crazy of of guys that you know with Avaldi. You know, you can make the argument, but he was going into Tommy John when the Yankees got rid of him, and but, they didn't. But Jomo. But Jordan Montgomery, the trade for Harrison Bader, how'd that work out? There's reports they might want to bring him back next year. He's going to get paid a lot of money for what Who, he's Jomo? done in the playoffs. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Jomo. Yeah, you're going to go with that? I think it's Gumby is what they used to go. No, Jomo. I think. Jomo. What do you think of Jomo? I like Jomo. And yeah. Zach Wheeler was again a decision by the Mets of we don't know if this is going to last or how his body's going to hold up. And he has been a. I think he actually has a better ERA in the playoffs than Mariano Rivera. That's that is what you want, which is pretty impressive. Pretty impressive to be in to be in that type of company. Um, so that game you could well, hear. Listen, as, I got to tell you, as soon as I wrap up Halloween Five tonight. Mm. I'm gonna shoot oh. on. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot on over and see what's going on with the old. Not a whole lot. Of, not a whole lot of positive takes from your Halloween takes yesterday. Well, people, a lot of people I, said I was. I I was right about that second to last Halloween movie just being the ending being very very bad. I, I enjoyed the late Halloween. They're stupid, but I enjoyed them. One person said, "Oh no, season of the witch is great." The point is, I'm not watching season of the witch because it has nothing to do with Mike Myers. Right. And I, I'm here to watch Mike Myers. I gotta tell you something. This is a hot take. Sure, I'm here for it. Can I tell you something about Dr. Loomis? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Terrible bedside manner. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I mean, I, I have a video that I took. I, I, It was so bad, this one scene, when the, Jamie is scared in the hospital, and Dr. Loomis is like, Jamie, we've got to do something! Michael's coming! Uh, how do you think this little girl is going to react? She's traumatized. <laughs> She's seen horrible things in her life, and he just shows up screaming, and he's got all kinds of I, marks I, on his face. Jamie! But who the, could handle that? But that's Donald Pleasant. That's just who he is. As he's an actor. unpleasant. Yeah, he's he Donald unpleasant. He's unpleasant. Don, I'm, I'm going to show you the video I took. You, you going to watch Fall of the House of Usher? You going to give it a shot? Uh, what is that one again? The Flanagan show I told you about on Netflix. Wait, that's the scary one? All the Edgar Allan Poe short stories oh, that's in each Fall of individual the House episode. Of Usher? Yeah, Fall of I, the House of Usher. Can I just say something? You don't Sorry. care. No, I do. It's a horrifying name for a show. Well, it's the title of one of Edgar Allan Poe's. Well, I'm not. Listen, I'm not here to tell Edgar how to do his work. No, right? I mean, Obviously, he's been long gone. No, and he had a hell of a run. A hell of a run. You know, I'm not going to sit here and. You're not going to tell Edgar Allan Poe how to write. Yeah, no, but, maybe you but can, the title. No. But I, we could talk titles. It's it's sort of like well, headlines in the New York. I was Post, just going to you know? say, is that like the the writers that it's, I don't write the headline? I don't. I don't yeah, name maybe the book. maybe Poe wrote the book and well, the publisher said, hey. Then you'll hate the end of every episode because at the end of every episode, the screen goes to black and it pops up fall of the House of Usher. So it's just it just didn't. You'll work. hate that. Um, it just didn't work for him. Something that Barton Hahn brought up that I think is interesting that we could even talk about tomorrow. We'll be the judge. Uh, okay, that's fair. Um, they talked about the Jets' playoff chances. I believe we're running a promo, and Jacob can confirm with me, because he works on Barton Hahn as well, that Bart believes that the Jets' floor now is the playoffs. 
and their ceiling is the division, That's winning what the he division. Said. He did right. say that. That's uh, strong. Okay, so he believes that they're without a doubt a playoff team. Allen kind of pushed back today, saying, "Let's take a look at what." Are there seven teams better in the AFC than the Jets? Let's take a listen. Can you name seven teams better listen. than the Jets right now? Let's Even with Zach Wilson. So the Chiefs, we know, they're the cream of the crop. The Dolphins are very, very good. You would take the Ravens over the Jets That's if it three. comes to picking a playoff team. Jaguars. So there's four teams. Buffalo. So there's five. Now we get down to the nitty gritty. Are the Steelers better than the Jets? No. Are the Browns better than the Jets? About That the defense same. is stout. Yeah. Don't they play the Browns yeah. this year, right? So that's six, which leaves a seventh spot, and this is it. So Colts, Texans, somebody's got to win that South. Raiders, Bengals, Chargers. Yeah, the Bengals are better. All right, well, there's seven. The people in head, I don't think they're going to follow. You got to think, two of these guys are going to eat each other alive. If you're taking two from the North mm-hmm. and you're taking two from the East, yeah, Bills and Dolphins, right? No, one of them will fall out. You really think? See, that's to me the only way because you're not getting three out of the East. One of them will fall out. One of them, the injury is going to be too much. The South is only giving us one, just a division yeah. winner. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. And that's why I'm going through this right now because we are playing this game of, hey, I think the Jets can make the playoffs. So what they're banking on is no Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincy. Three teams aren't making it out of there. They didn't even they mentioned the Ravens, right? Yes. Yeah. So you're talking about Cincy and Baltimore making it out of the AFC North, not including Pittsburgh or Cleveland, thinking that they're going to fall out. Only the Jaguars or the winner of the AFC South, let's just say, making it out of the AFC South. And you don't think the, that the Raiders are going to keep themselves afloat? See, the, you, how are you taking out Cleveland though? Cleveland's sort of in the same spot. But they as play the Jets. Cleveland. See, so so that's going to be huge. That if they will beat be Cleveland, huge. then they're in really good shape. Here's the thing: that's it's a semantics game, but it's one that needs to be played. Yep. It's one thing to be better than a team. That doesn't necessarily mean you'll finish ahead of them in the standings. You got to take a look at the schedules. Like mm-hmm. they might be better than Pittsburgh, but. All Pittsburgh has to do is finish with more wins. The Jets might be better, but it depends on how things go and what the what the uh, schedule is. I don't have it in front of me, yeah. but maybe the Steelers have an easier path. The Jets' schedule is supposed to get easier as we go down the road. Yep. But still, I mean, you know, that giant game. There's going to be emotion there. The Chargers, they're a very good team. That's on Monday Night Football. Um, they can control their own destiny. Beat the Chargers. Beat the Browns. They've already beaten the Bills once. So yes. if the Dolphins win the division. That could be huge. But it's not a case of I think this team is better. I think Cincinnati's better than them. They have yeah, the same record. Yep. You know, so you have to imagine Cincinnati at some point still figures it out. Burrow's been horrifying. He has a, a QBR I think of thirty nine. Yeah. So th- th- he's they're going to get better. Believe me, they, they, they will be a better. much better. You see a lot of these. And they're teams starting are to win better. games, right? They're starting to yep. find ways to win games. Yeah. And then somehow by hook or by crook, again they'll find a way to the, be the in old there. Steve Young theory. They they had, didn't play for the first five weeks essentially, and then they'll that's be it. Cincinnati in December. Something to look into tomorrow. That's going to do it for ENN today. Everybody kept their uh, clothes you know on. What? Well, I'm going to take my clothes off now. Islanders coverage next. Then the MLB playoffs. MLB playoffs. That is. We'll see you at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.